You're listening to Since He Didn't Ask, where Matthew and Andrew tackle questions you might not be asking, but you might find helpful to answer. Questions about life answered through a biblical lens. Welcome to Since You Didn't Ask. I'm Matthew, and I am here with Andrew. And our question this time, Andrew, is how are Christians to think about the concept of hospitality? And I'll just give you a warning that this is one of those that um, seems pretty basic on the surface, but there's a couple of layers to it. So why don't we just start off with, um, just generally, if you were to teach something on the concept of hospitality, where would you start as far as, I don't know, just explaining what that is to a Christian? So if I was going to go off the cuff... Uh, I think there's a specific meaning in the New Testament that encompasses a broader idea. So in the New Testament, it generally seems to be talking about um, the welcoming of um, mainly other believers, especially traveling believers, into one's home and sharing your goods with them. And then the broader umbrella of that that it's getting at is that as people who um, who are known by God and loved by God and, and saved, that we would have an attitude towards the world and towards others of love. But that, that I think the hospitality aspect is a willingness to share our time, our resources, our energy um, to, to bless others. Um, and we can get more into detail. Yeah. But. So the word... Um, itself literally means stranger love, right? Yeah. Is that not an accurate translation? uh, No, different episode. There's a a Greek fallacy of doing that and taking two words and putting them together, but it's probably fine, and I'm being an annoying... Are you being a nerd? I'm being an annoying nerd, yes. Yes. (laughs) So that's not... I don't like myself right now, so just (laughs) can we move on? (laughs) Let's just consider yourself mocked. Can we do an episode on exegetical fallacies? Yes, you'll be... Everyone will love it. (laughs) Everyone will love it, yes. All right. Okay, ignore everything I just said. It means what you said. (laughs) Stranger (laughs) love. Um, So then this uh, this does not intended to be a test question, but there is a gift of hospitality, right? Um, First Peter 4 says, show hospitality to one another without grumbling as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good servants of God's very grace. So it seems that it's, and then it goes on and it talks. Oh, I don't think that's calling hospitality a gift. Whoever speaks as one that follows on this is, um, it says, use it uh, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks is one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves is one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't think the grammar makes it that that. Okay, but go on. I'll go with no, you. I'll actually, go with you. I'll, I'll, um, uh, it not being a gift will make where I want to end up on this stronger. I think every believer is called to it. I don't think it's like a, a special there, class. Is there a gift of evangelism? Uh, I do think that is called a gift at some point, it but it's also, yeah. But it's all, so yeah, So the yeah. question is, um, I would agree with you. All believers are called to hospitality. Um, is there a greater calling for others? And I guess that's really where I'm going with this. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, okay. Um, because... When, when we define hospitality as um, welcoming people into our home to share of what we have to meet needs and 
and specifically with regard to doing that with with um, other believers or strangers or whatever it might be um, are we all called to the, doing that to similar kinds of levels degrees and um, is there a place for believers to for lack of a better word way to put this to fence off their home as a protection uh, I see where you family. want to go I see I see I see okay um, so I would put this in the cat I, I think all of okay there's two passages in my mind there's the fruit of the spirit in Galatians 5 and then there's Jesus talking about the and I don't want to be too overly literal here but that some seed is going to bear fruit in in people as the gospel is sown and in the parable some some 30fold some 60fold some 100fold I would say that across the board of gifts and of fruits of the spirit you're going to see variances to a great degree among believers and personally I think that our our own desires are often uh, as those are sanctified by God's word and in prayer, those desires that God gives us are what often leads to greater um, fruit bearing in one area over another. So somebody who has a greater, somebody could bear more fruit in hospitality as a, and, and yeah. different, different people's fruit baskets may look different, but somebody may have a little more yeah. hospitality fruit yeah. as they have more desire in that particular area. I would be totally fine with that. So, um, as we get into defining hospitality a little bit further, just practically, what does that mean in an American context? Um, for some, I think it can mean I'm going to welcome people into my home and share of what I have, and I want to be giving and gracious and helpful, but that's going to be to a certain degree on my terms as I put that in the context of other priorities of life that I may have, namely the the health and well-being of my family, I might elevate and say comes before I'm meeting others' well-beings out of the perspective that if I don't meet my family's well-being first, then I can't. I be think we'd say you have a responsibility as a Christian to your family first. Yes. Well, okay. So now. Um, that gets more complicated. Yeah. Um, and in case anybody is wondering where I'm going with any of this, um, <laughs> because this is actually, uh, I, I think for people who, who are listening to this, who know me and our family, um, this is a pretty personal subject. Um, and so in case anybody's thinking that I'm trying to send some hidden message, I'll be as blunt as I can. We, we welcome people to our house, literally, virtually, any time, any day, any, any, in any scenario. And we, um, we see that as an opportunity for ministry and to love people and specifically to love the church. And so there's nothing that I am saying in anything here that should, anybody should ever try to read into saying, oh no, I hope it's, you know, maybe it's not okay for me to show up at the Holbrook's house. I'm saying, yes, definitely do that. Um, on the other hand, um, uh, I think to that if I were to say that every time anybody shows up at our house, that it's always um, a scenario where I'm saying um, that is not a cost to our family in the sense of time we could be having as a family or doing something else or whatever. Um, that would be misleading to say there's never a cost. 
What I am saying is that for us and for our family that we have made the decision that that's a cost that not only are we willing to pay, but that we want to pay. Right, right. Um, and so when you make the statement and you say we have a priority to protect that dynamic within our family, I think that there's degrees to which that absolutely can, can play out. Absolutely. And I think that it has to do, we've talked about this in other episodes, with particular capacities of individuals and of families as a whole. And, uh, and life stage. And at life stage, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is totally different. You know, a family with, with small children is going to be in a totally different scenario for that. And so there are a lot of different factors to that. But I think what, I, what I'm really trying to underline in that is um, I do think that, that we are called to love people out of the, our abundance, out of our blessing, out of what God has given to us, which by definition means at a cost to us. Mm. Um, and some of that abundance and blessing and so forth can even be some of our emotional well-being. Now, we need to be very careful about that. And that is going to look different for different families, different individuals. But it's not always going to be pretty and easy. So I think you're right. I don't like it, but I think you're right. I guess that's kind of the point. Yeah, yeah. Is is I don't... Um, and I think that that's what... That's what now, I, I, I want to be really clear on this point too. I don't think this looks the same for everybody. And there, I, I want to reiterate, there are different capacities, there are different places in life, stages, circumstances. There's, there's a lot of different factors that come into play. I just want to say that hospitality, biblical hospitality, I don't see it as it's described in scripture as something that we do only when it's convenient mm -hmm. after a number of other mm -hmm. things that we check off of a list. Yeah. And so the, 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 um, how that plays out for individuals and for families and in different situations and circumstances, again, is different, but it should be weighed out with the consideration that there's going to be a cost if we're going to love God's people and we're going to love strangers and we're going to help meet people in need. Um, and I think that the attitude should be that, um, I said this earlier, but, and I'm, uh, I don't want to say that we get this right all the time as our family, but the attitude that I want us to have is that we want to we want to pay that cost, not that we're willing to pay the cost. And that distinction is really important. Hmm. I think we start with saying I'm willing, but I want to be in the place where we're saying I want to pay that cost. So when I say I want people to feel welcome to show up at our house anytime, day or night, um, I want that to be the case. Now, obviously, there's going to be times when that just it's just not realistic for us, you know, based on our circumstances at certain times, maybe it's just not going to work. And there may be times when we have to tell somebody, I'm sorry, this is a bad time. We've never done that. That's not ever come up. But, um, uh, you know, that obviously is a possibility. But again, the, the desire is that we want this to be a refuge, not only for our family, but for anybody who needs it. Well, and I think as I think about it, it's convicting for me because I think you and I probably fall on different sides of the spectrum in terms of like, you were saying you love having people. I, I like having people over too, but I'm not like going out and, and grabbing everyone to come hang out in the same way. And so it pushes more against the grain of my, my natural personality. But I think you're right. And I think about, um, it, it seems like potentially the, the hospitality references in the New Testament, I think there's a lot of wisdom to be gained when you look at biblical commands and ask why, what's the mo what's God's, what's Paul's motivation behind these things? And I think there's a message to the world that they see when believers, 
well, it's kind of like an ax when it says they had things in common. Yes. The, it's, the doors are open. People are welcomed. And it's, I'm not sure quite how to say this, but something I've seen with you and I think you're getting at is it's not just a, the door is open when I invite someone for dinner and do the hospitality American thing. It's, right. it's a, it's a um, maybe we could say it's a, this isn't my stuff in a I hold on to it way and I'm the gatekeeper. It's more of like a, yeah. I've been given this to bless you and the doors open and yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. No, you're, you're, you're nailing it. In fact, I just thought, thought of this. I mean, I, in my company, we have a hospitality division. And um, so what you just said, uh, a light just went on. How we define hospitality in our culture is completely different than what the Bible, I, I think, right. is right. talking about. So my, my hospitality division is how do we create this picture-perfect, welcoming, like, I, I, you know, we're going to have, like, door service, and we're going to have concierges, and we're going to wait on you hand and foot and be able to do all that. And um and there's a place where we think if I'm going to invite somebody over, my house needs to be perfectly clean and I need to have dinner all perfectly put together and ha- and be a perfect host. And, and that's kind of play. And I'm not saying any of that is wrong. That's, I, um, you know, we've, we've had plenty of, of uh, discussions, I'll say, in our house about people coming over and I'm wanting to see the house put together a little better. And um, so I'm not pretending that that's not the case. Um, but that's not, I don't think what biblical hospitality is fully encompassing. It really is. It's, it, it does float for me. It flows out of that Acts two picture yeah. of, um, it's, it's, it's welcoming somebody into even your messiness and yeah. your, your difficulty in your day to day, um, your day to day life. Tell me if I'm off on this, but I almost feel like, so in, uh, in some corners of Christianity, I feel like there's been a pushback of like, you got to embrace the messy and not clean up and that kind of thing. I almost feel like y- you could have two scenarios where you invite someone over and your house is clean and your house is messy and both miss the picture of hospitality because it's, it's almost, and I'm, I'm just thinking of this as we're talking, it, it, it's almost like hospitality is the way that we show the world that we're family. And so it's like when family comes over, it, it's, it's, it, it's like hospitality is you don't need an invite. It's just a standing like you just show up. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying everyone has to do that. And like, I would have a really hard time with that in my yeah. own house right yeah. now. But that seems to maybe be the picture of what the yeah. Bible describes. And, and again, there is there is some wisdom about life stage and all the things we've said. So we keep putting that caveat out. And I think I am not I'm not saying that the way uh, most people listening to this probably have a pretty good sense of how things function in our family in this regard and in our house. And I'm not saying everybody has to be in that way. But what I am, what I want the uh, I guess we don't get to this point very often in these in these episodes, but there there is a challenge in this one. In in that, what I would want the challenge to be is to um, have an awareness that the call to hospitality comes with a cost. Um, and to the point of the the house being clean or messy, I mean that's just kind of a basic thing. Yeah, there are they're both on both sides of that. There are positive and negative ways to look at both of those, clean and messy. Um, I would argue that if you're having people over and it's a it is a planned time, it's appropriate for the most part to have things picked up. Um, 
not because you need to impress them, but because it's a, sign, it's a sign of respect and yeah. love. And I want to welcome you into yeah. something that I, that shows that I'm actually, I paid attention to and I, 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 I want to do that. On, on the other hand, um, Again, at certain life stages, when you have small kids, your house is just never going to be picked up probably, and that's okay. And, <laughs> and so if you wait for that, then you're never going to have anybody over. And so maybe there right. becomes um, an acceptance of, okay, that's this is just where we're at right now, and I'm going to swallow my pride and be okay with people coming into my mess. But you, uh, the, the heart has to be a desire of, of respect and love for the people you're welcoming in, not just a heart of, well, I don't have to, you just take me as I am. Um, so I hope that distinction makes sense. We, yeah. um, that it, it can go both ways, but it really is. Um, it comes back to where is your heart in that and how are you wanting to, um, show love as you, as you welcome people into whatever you have. Hmm. And I guess what I would just, I would end with on this. A lot of the people that are listening to this are, you know, college age or high school age. Um, and they're thinking, I don't have a house. It's just, I'm part of my family. And, um, I, 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 what, what all of this is an extension of is, is that we are called to be a part of other people's lives in a way that costs us. Um, and so whatever that looks like, that would be my, my encouragement is, is we, we don't give of ourselves only when it's convenient. Um, we give of ourselves out of what God has given to us. And that means that there's, there's a cost. We, hmm. and, and so moving from that, I'm willing to even praying for, I want to, to want to pay that cost. All right. Well, thank you, Matthew. We hope that was encouraging and challenging uh, to you all. And we'll see you next episode.